Retro Rebel Gamecast is brought to you by TempleofGeek.com, your one-stop shop for all things geek. You can find all of our episodes and fulfill your sci-fi, fantasy, and geek culture-related needs at TempleofGeek.com. Welcome to the Retro Rebel Gamecast, where we discuss gaming and related topics. Retro Rebel is released Fridays, and you can find this episode and much more by heading to templeofgeek.com or wherever you download your favorite podcast. You can even find us on Facebook and Instagram at Retro Rebel Podcast for exclusive content and to see what else we're up to. My name is Amanda, and this week I'm joined with a special guest co-host, Steve. Steve, how are you doing? Yo, what's up? Hello. Pretty good. Happy to be here. Glad to hear it. So um, Steve is a friend of myself and of the show by association and a huge fan of video games, especially the ones we're going to talk about today and a professional DM, which I didn't know was a thing until I learned about it on the internets. And now I'm just jealous. <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised. I mean, I've been DMing D&D quite a lot. That's how I, I know Amanda here and... Uh... Yeah, it's going pretty well. I've been invited on because I know a thing or two about horror. I believe that's why I'm here. That is my function as a human being for a <laughs> slot of time. That is why you're here. But before we get into oh, the yeah. games, let's do what we usually do on the podcast and talk about what we've been playing right now. So, Steve, what has been interesting you in the world of gaming? Oh, mate. Well, uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, this one game at the moment. Pretty old game, but it's called Deep Rock Galactic. Uh, it's a asymmetrical sort of cooperative pve style sort of game uh, where you play as dwarf boys that go down into a big planet and you bring the rock and stone back home it's fantastic the devs regularly update it and it's excellent if you don't play deep rock galactic i don't know what you're doing with your life if you're like dwarf boys you're like drinking and you're like getting rock and stone you play deep rock. fantastic <laughs> is it is it on xbox or is this a pc yeah, it's on, it, on xbox uh xbox playstation pc very cool. How old would you reckon it is? Are we talking five years, ten years? It's I mean, like ten. It's like ten years old. It's been in early access for a long, long time. Then about three or four, maybe five years ago or so, it uh, came out of early access and they actually released it. And they still regularly update it now. It's got a, a sort of season pass type deal, but the thing is free. So like a free season pass thing where you can get rewards as you play. That's just fantastic. Just play Deep Rock. Just play it. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty glowing oh. recommendation. I mean, I recently played x-files legendary encounters have you ever played a legendary encounters board game i never have but i know x-files Ooh, spooky aliens spooky spooky. i i actually uh, dressed up and everything because i have the extra gene and and no quit so i was nice. like wearing the you know the jacket and the sunglasses i made myself a little x-files badge because i'm an absolute dork but um legendary encounters is basically a board game that takes you through all nine seasons i think of the tv show and you're playing against the game so it's a cooperative game for players and you're playing against the situation as it unfolds um we there was three acts and we lost every single act it is that hard it's an extremely difficult game um i'm pretty sure at least at one point we might have cheated and we still lost (laughs) damn but it is fun. Crazy. It's quite exciting to see, like how the game evolves, how the deck gets stacked against you. Because essentially, it's like 
I don't know, a deck building stroke deck clearing game. So you're trying to acquire all the things that help you win, clear out all the things that don't help you win. Um, there's like monsters, they have special effects, they can knock people out. But when one player dies, that's it. So that's it. Oh my God. Yeah, it's, it's pretty really? challenging. It took all afternoon. We started playing at 11. We finished at like five, maybe. So this mm. is, it's a pretty long day of gaming. Pretty long winded, yeah. Yeah, but it, it's very exciting. I enjoyed it so much that um, Sunday, not this one, but the next one, I'm going to play the Aliens version of Legendary Encounters. Oh, that'll be sick. Which I'm getting forward to. But um, the reason why I have you here and the main topic for today, which we're going to head right into because it is beefy and meaty and we've got a lot to talk about, is um, a new series that we're going to be doing featuring um, some new voices in gaming, some guest hosts and people who are particularly passionate about games that me and Stacy don't typically play. And, and one of them is, of course, horror games. So today's series is on the 30 best horror games of all time, according to Cultured Vultures. And they're one of the first Google results when you search for the best horror games of all time. So a lot of people are seeing these lists and we wanted to weigh in, take a look at what they're saying the top games of all time. Now this is a top 50 list. We are cutting it down to their top 30 choices. Now they've done it in order. Not all of the lists we're going to feature in this series are they in a particular order, but but these guys made a definitive 30 to 1, which I really appreciate that commitment to what I'm sure yeah. we will both find fault with at some point. Um, oh, yeah. So today we're just going to go through, talk through all 30 games on their list. Um, do we agree that they're on the list to begin with? What do we feel about the placement? What would we change? Um, and... Uh, Later on in the show, towards the end, we'll see if they missed any games that we think are mandatory in a top 30. So our resident horror game fan, Steve. Hell yeah. Does that yeah. sound good to you? Hell yeah. Let's do it. I'm in. All right. Let's kick I, it off. I, so I'm looking at I'm looking at this list and my heart is pounding as it gets further and further down. But I'm sure we'll get to it in just a second. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, what I'll do is I'll read the game, and if either of us have any particular experience with the game or interest in the game, then we'll weigh into it, but at least we'll give, you know, a, a little bit of an update about what the game is. So number 30, coming in from Developer Supermassive Games, is uh, the PS4 single-player game Until Dawn. Now, have you played Until Dawn? I have, yeah. Uh, it's it's one of these it's more like a, a sort of storytelling experience than it is you make your choices and it's story in the gameplay changes as you go through a lot of quick time events that's pretty much the whole game in fact is making quick time events and so it's like a telltale the adventure then yeah, it, that's exactly what it is it's telltale games yes yeah, it's the exact same play style as that yeah see i've not played it but i think i would like it because i've played pretty much every telltale game that they've made so this is sort well, of a it's very it's very jump scary. Very Ooh. boo. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I might play that during the day with all the lights on. <laughs> all right, number it's, it's, 29 on the go list on, go on. is Darkwood. So this is by Acid, Acid bleh, Wizard Studio. It's um, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC. It's another single-player game. And this is also a survival game. So have you have you played this one, Darkwood? I, I honestly I haven't. No, never heard of it. Never played it. 
Maybe I should. The uh, reason they've included on this list is they say that this survival game has an open approach, letting you experience the dark and mysterious storyline that twists based on how you approach the other survivors. You can scavenge, things like that. Um, uh, It's not clear from their description if it's one of those with meters, like hunger meters and first meters. I personally hate those sort of games because... Well, there's a few games on this list that are exactly what you just described. So, uh, <laughs> Perfect. I can see why they put this on the list then, in that case. <laughs> um, the next one, number 28, is one of the few games on this list that I've actually played, and that's uh, Little mm. Nightmares. Um, it's on PS1, Switch. I've played it on the PS. Uh, I've played it on the Xbox One. It's on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PlayStation. It's a um, Tarsier Studios. I hope I'm saying that right. It looks French, so I'm going with it. Um, <laughs> And um, I've played Little Nightmares 2, I think. But in terms of the franchise, it's very similar. And I'll tell you where I got to in Little Nightmares 2. There was someone running after us, like, out of a door. It was very early on in the game. And I would, like, I don't know, trip or something like that and get caught by the guy every single time. And I did it maybe 10 times and got really stressed out. And that was where I left it. (laughs) I feel you. It's uh, it. I would say the little nightmares. It it should really be higher on this list because it's such a fantastic. The way it builds tension and the way it's subtle. It's not so much jump scary or boo, you know, gotcha. But it it very subtly builds horror and builds tension. It's a. Uh, it's the gameplay is really good too. It's fantastic. It should way be. It should be way higher on this list. I remember that it was very atmospheric. Like it felt creepy oh, yeah. and the rooms and things that you would go into were very memorably designed i didn't feel like yeah. anything was a throwaway environment i i hate to use the 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 term tim burtony but it really was yeah like, i don't think know, that's uncanny. unfair i don't think that's unfair yeah. hmm. so the next one they put is number 27 detention now this is a game by red candle games um, it's from it's for PC, PS4, Switch, and Android, and it takes place in Taiwan under the reign of an oppressive government. Have you played Detention before? Never heard of it. Never played it. I'll be completely honest. Um, it looks pretty cool. It looks like a sort of simple artistic style, um, and yeah. it talks about lo-fi and subtle horror where you don't need a 3D monster to jump through a window in order to scare you. So gotcha. perhaps it's more of the little monsters vein of atmospheric as opposed to jump scares. Oh, well, another one to look up maybe. Um, number 26 and the first of many on this list, which I believe yeah. we're just going to start to pile into one is resident evil four. And I will say that resident evil features so many times on this list that I think we'll take the time now to discuss the franchise. And then when we get to it, we'll just boot them and keep going. Yeah. 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 Big time. To be honest, you're, you're looking at a huge resident evil fan, big dedicated. I've been playing it. I played every single one right from the first one. Uh, The remakes on uh, the remakes on GameCube on PlayStation four on, on the newest one right now. Um, the remake of two and three, every single one. Uh, absolutely love it. Barry Burton's my boy. If you don't know who Barry Burton is, goddamn, look him up right now. I'm, I'm really <laughs> sorry. Listen, I think the only Resident Evil that I distinctly remember playing was maybe was it Resident Evil Seven, and they were like in 
Africa and it was like very in the slums. That's five. Resident Evil 5, that is. Yeah, so Resident Evil 5 is the the last one I remember. Now, to be fair, I have played them all. I just Mm. didn't necessarily find them memorable. (laughs) That's fair. I mean, to be honest, looking at the... It's less about Resident Evil is on this list so many times, and it's it's the order they're on the list in. The fact that 4 features before 7, oh boy, you're doing something wrong here. 4 should be way higher. Right. If you ask me. Uh, and the fact that Resident Evil 7 is even on the list to begin with is a travesty. I'm so sorry, I just don't like 7 at all. <laughs> My bad. I'm one of these first Pokemon first gen, all the ones after are rubbish. I'm that kind of person when it comes to Resident Evil. I think that's fair. I mean, I couldn't tell you particularly what it is about Resident Evil 5 that really stuck with me. Maybe it was mm. it it was set in such an unusual environment. I don't know oh, many yeah. games that are set in like African slums, and it really did... Yeah feel of that place um maybe that's why so, it really stuck with me so four being as we're at four on this list it does the same sort of thing it's set in a whole it's a whole thing set in a spanish village um old spanish sort of old timey they all the zombies speak spanish uh, to call them zombies would resident evil fans are going to shoot me for saying that um the las plagas you know hosts they're they're all spanish and you go to like a spanish castle there's like an old Castellans, you know, and ancient sort of traps and stuff. It's fantastic. It's the first Resident Evil that featured it with an over-the-shoulder camera as well. There were no fixed camera angles like there were in the old ones. This was the first one that was more action-oriented. And the reason why it stuck with me in the first place, the most anyway. I love 4 so much. Okay, all oh, right. Yeah. So in your eyes, Resident Evil 4 should be much higher on the list than 26. Oh, absolutely. It should be where 7 is. <laughs> Well, we will get there, but I will say there are so many Resident Evils that will probably skip past a few of them if they're not of particular interest to either of us. Okay. That brings us to number 25. What I could have promised you is on this list before I even opened, and that's Silent Hill 1. So the Konami game for the PS1. I, I never owned a PlayStation, but I remember my boyfriend in high school had this game, like his friends had it, like it was pretty popular. People had never really seen anything like that at the time. I feel like the graphics and everything, while maybe not the best graphics on the platform, were used to the best effect in order to make it quite creepy and, you know, things lurking around corners and things like that. So, I mean, I didn't play it personally, but I did. I do remember it. It, it's uh, same sort of thing here. I never played it myself. Um, I, I grew up with the PlayStation, but um, I I always watched my friends play horror games. I was never allowed to actually play any myself. But uh, Silent Hill 1, I will say, I do know a thing or two about Silent Hill in the first one. Um, yeah, it's fantastic. Like the, the way it builds tension, it builds subtlety. I think subtlety in horror is one of the most important elements to do that. To go and boo and jumping out, okay, shock value. But to subtly build psychological horror like Silent Hill does is is absolutely paramount into giving you a, a memorable experience, you could say. And Silent Hill does that, I think. Yeah, it deserves a place on the list, on any horror list, you, you really. Do you think 25 is fair, though? Like, as maybe one of the trailblazers of the genre to be so yeah. low? 
Probably not, to be honest. No, if we're talking all like it, it's typical enough to put Resident like Resident Evils on here so many times, and Silent Hill appears a few times. But um, it, if we're talking all time, they're gonna appear on these lists. And to be honest, yeah, twenty five probably not. It should probably be a bit a bit higher. I would say. Okay. Well, I mean, we're back to Resident Evil number twenty four. Resident Evil three. Yeah. Resident um, Evil three above four travesty. <laughs> so, so something something interesting I know about Resident Evil Three uh, Nemesis is it's the first uh, it's the second game rather to have this mechanic where a big monster chases you in a lot of open areas. It could turn up Nemesis turns up everywhere, turns up absolutely anywhere. Any any given time you load into a room, there's a chance Nemesis will show up. Very much the same as Resident Evil Two with Mister X. Uh, but um, the funny thing about Resident Evil Three and Funny, I actually don't see Code Veronica, Resident Evil Code Veronica, on this list. What a shame. Those games were switched. Canonically, 3 came, comes after 2, right? Obviously, mathematically, it was a given. But with Resident Evil Code Veronica, um, there was something Something happened in the development cycle that caused 3 and Code Veronica to, to switch focuses. And it turns out that the small sort of side extra game that didn't have much uh, detail put into it, 3... Became the real game, uh, and Code Veronica was the side sort of side story, even though it was a full fledged game and much longer than three, and better in my opinion. But yeah, three, I don't know, not a huge fan. I'll be honest. <laughs> so we would relegate that maybe off this list. <laughs> yeah, I it it should be on the list. I certainly just I think at twenty four, that's where it should be. Right. Yeah. Um, number 23 is a game I'd never even heard of, um, probably because it's primarily a PS4 game and I don't have one. This is called The Forest by In Night Games. It is on PC and PS4. Um, it has single player and multiplayer. And some people would try to categorize it as a survival experience. Have you ever played this game? It's like a cave spelunking horror yeah, game. Yeah, I have. Absolutely. Um, so the forest is a really good one. It should be a little bit higher on this list, if you ask me. Uh, really great games. It starts off as a you start off as a sort of plane crash uh, victim survivor. Uh, nobody else has survived but you or the buddies you play with if you play multiplayer. And the whole premise surrounds. Uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. Finding your son. Um, you got to find a family member or something or someone survived from the plane crash. And it's it is just that it starts out as your typical survival game. You got to chop the trees, punch the stones, build your little house, uh, get the food, get the water. Pretty typical stuff. But slowly, as you as you progress through the game, the way that AI is coded in this game is like no other. It the these people start to appear in the nighttime. You can hear them in the distance. You might not see them, but you can certainly hear them. And they they start to coalesce around your little camp. Anyway, the further you progress through the game, the more of these people you can see and interact with. Some of them are hostile, and some of them will come and attack you. Others will just simply observe you from a distance and go away. But uh, yeah, eventually you spelunk into these little caves towards uh, towards the later sort of game and uh, discover what's actually happening at the place that you've crashed at. Um, no spoilers, but uh, it's a very very spooky and atmospheric game. It's really good. The forest is fantastic. Oh, multiplayer wow. or single player. It's great. <laughs> I feel I feel a little bit of FOMO now. Like it does sound quite cool. And I do like oh, that sort is, of thing where combat is not a guarantee. I think too many yeah. games in general will show you something creepy and then you're like, I have to hit it with a stick. Like that's the only option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh for number twenty two, this is Inside from Play Dead. 
it's very, I think, popular. Um, it is. Another one sequel I'll play, to Limbo, which I would say that perhaps. Uh, it is yeah, yeah. on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, iOS, PC, single player game. Um, and I haven't played it because I don't, I don't play a lot of horror. <laughs> well, I'll be honest, you're missing out. Uh, very reminiscent of Little Nightmares um, from the same people that did Limbo. Limbo, another great atmospheric game. Wouldn't say horror, but um, inside though. Uh, sort of dystopian regime you know everyone in single file lines everything's gray um great art style really memorable and fantastic ending the ending to that game is like no other really really cool um inside's really good definitely play it if you haven't should be a little bit higher if you ask me above some of these anyway i'm seeing down the list it's a yeah great one all right well, we're getting into the 20s almost. Uh, 21 is FEAR, which stands for First Encounter Assault Recon. Um, I actually thought, and I'm not going to lie, that this wasn't a video game. I thought this was like a sequel to The Ring. I literally don't think I ever <laughs> noticed that it's a PS3 and Xbox 360 title, but the game art I remember seeing everywhere. This is the Monolith Productions yeah. um, single-player and multiplayer title. I feel like it came out maybe 15 years ago, 16, you yeah. know, somewhere around then. 2002, 2004 sort of era. Yeah. Very old game. Uh, it should be in the top 10 if you ask me. This game is is scary. If we're talking horror, this is goddamn blow your brains out. So scary. Fear, no way. You could not sit me down. I, I play a lot of horror games. And I know a thing or two about horror, you know, all, all good. But Fear, uh-uh. Couldn't pay me enough. Really, really, really scary game. Really? Another, another subtle one with a. Uh, it's very simple too. You literally just walk from point A to point B and then shoot the guys if you need to. But when the the times you're not shooting, you wish you were. My goodness, very scary. Some sometimes things will happen off screen. You won't even see it happen. You might you might look around and catch it out of the corner of your eye. Something something going on. There's there's hardly any sound when something does come to scare you. There's no sound whatsoever. It's really really scary. Yeah. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> See, I like to it's, sort of know where the monsters are. I think that's no, why no. number 20 is really well, a natural choice for me. Ah, <laughs> uh, gotcha. Well, there's no monster in fear. You don't you don't fight a monster, right? Uh, it, you fight like the, the little soldier boys. There's soldier boys for you to shoot. But in terms of a monster, that that's probably the scary thing is that there, there is no fight in it when it does turn up. Spooky. Spooky game. Uh, no, it's not for me. I'm here for number 20. Dead Rising. Smash zombies. Create weapons. Fight weird deranged bosses with knives on shopping carts and all sorts. Like, this is sort of my kind of jam. I remember playing this game on the 360. Uh, you know, it was, it was one of the few ones that I owned. Um, I wasn't good at it. I died a lot. I remember dying in the casino pretty much all the time. Um, mm. But, I mean, what a fun game. Like, what a really oh, great, fun experience. Yeah. Really good one, yeah. Uh, Dead Rising. Fantastic. Uh, I'd say less horror, more sort of... Well, I guess it is. Yeah, it's pretty... It can be scary. Nah, Dead Rising's great. A Shame about the sandbox. most recent one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I guess so. It was pretty brutal. It was pretty punishing, if I remember. If you you only had so much time to get stuff done, it was a big timer on the first one. 
Yeah. And, uh, the backlash they took they took it out in the later games. The timer was optional. But uh oh yeah, great one. Great game. Good old Frank West, it's four wars. <laughs> Excellent. Um then for number nineteen, condemned criminal origins. Once again, this artwork I've seen everywhere. Another monolithic yeah. productions um game. This one single player for the Xbox three sixty and the PC. Um and at least according to cultured vultures, they're saying that um, Monolith was building on a on fear and trying to do something more traditional versus fear and its constant franticness. So Condemned apparently was very popular. It takes place in Germany. Have you ever played this? I have, yeah. Um, the first Condemned this is, yeah. The first one. Um this was a very long time ago now, which is why I ask you if this is the first one or not. I think so, yeah. But, um, there were it's the only thing I era, so I think it probably was yeah. the first one. I never had a three sixty, you see. I always played on my friends. I was PlayStation Boy through and through. I had a three sixty. Um, I got two red rings of death, but they exchanged them both. <laughs> oh fantastic. Well, uh the the first condemner, the only thing I really remember super memorable about this is that the combat was pretty interesting. There was a, a few mechanics to learn. And a, a scene where a bear chases you through a building and it goes on and on and on. And it is so long, this scene with the bear. Really, really uh, close calls roundabout. It took, took, about, took about half an hour to get through. And it was a super punishing game, too. It was really hard. But, uh, oh, yeah, great one. Mon- Monolith do a great, great job with horror. Yeah, I mean, it does. I, mean, I think as we go on, I think there are a few more instances where they're in there, if I remember correctly, but they, they seem pretty yeah. popular. I mean, nowhere near as much as the amount of Resident Evil in this list, but yeah. what can you do? All right, so um, moving on from them to number 18 is The Evil Within 2, the sequel. This is a Tango Gameworks Bethesda published title for the Xbox One and PS4, so just last gen just gone which means that you can of course play it on the new consoles i think i probably should say that (laughs) if it's ps4 and xbox one i think you can play it on the xbox series s or x and the ps5 um this is from 2017 and this list says that it's severely underrated would you feel that that's an accurate statement i don't know i'm conflicted with evil within two to be honest um the the thing I, i remember most I didn't play this, but I watched someone play it. Um, and the thing I remember most is that the story was a bit lackluster. It was a bit all over the place. But the mechanics and the gameplay was fantastic. It was really cool. Um, the art style within it, too. The the like the monsters and the scenes you have to fight through. You know, um, really cool, really creative. Uh, some of the music in it is fantastic, too. But um, it falls off after about halfway. It falls victim to what most... Uh, to what most horror game sequels do, if you ask me, and that is that it rehashes things from the old games, you know, bring, well, look what we brought back because we ran out of assets and couldn't put anything else in this part. You fight all the bosses from the first game and it's just, it's uh... a, the exact same carbon copy. It's it's padding the game out for content. I don't like that. Oh, I don't like yeah, that, yeah. yeah. We don't like that, no. I Pan think there's out. something but, that you said for like nostalgia and referential, but... There's a difference between a few references and just basically rehashing the prior yeah. game. When you when you just control C, control V and place <laughs> place the old game into the new one. I don't know. 
Mm. There's a few games that do that. But either way, it, it's pretty good. I think it deserves to be on the list big time. Okay. Um, then we have number 17, Layers of Fear. Now, I have never seen nor heard of this game, but I like the artwork that they provide. This is a Bloober team production for, play, for <laughs> PlayStation 4. Yeah, Bloober, not Blooper, Bloober. Bloober. Yeah, for Excellent. PS4, Xbox One, the Switch, and PC. It's a single-player experience. And it huh. talks about, according to them, the disintegration of the psyche um, as you play a painter who is deep in denial. And apparently yeah, they shift yeah. you around, like there's no object permanence, like environments change, yeah. some sort of mystery um unfurls itself in a mansion it sounds cool yeah i've i've seen someone play this very briefly i've seen a few clips from it and from what i did see it looked fantastic another one where the like evil within 2 the art style really sticks out i mean you play as a painter you would think the art style would stick out and it certainly does yeah from what i've seen i don't i can't say to i can't attest to how scary it might be but uh i guess i gotta play that one I've always seen it on Steam, scrolling through. I guess the good part about some of these games being from last gen, I mean, I say that in air quotes because, like, no one can get a hold of a PS5 or an Xbox Series X, but, like, last gen um, is that they might be a little bit cheaper to pick up on digital storage or secondhand or whatever. Um, Okay. If you're looking for a horror trick. So the next one and I'm loving this screenshot. It's for number 16, Outlast, from Red Barrels. It's a last gen, so PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and the PC. And um, you guys can't see what I'm looking at and what Steve is looking at, but they've got a screenshot of a guy with, I don't know, some sort of half a cloth over his face. He's basically skeletal, like down to the musculature, and he's got a blade that looks like it has teeth on it. But like inside, but it might function perhaps as serrated scissors. Very strange looking enemy. Have uh, you played this one? I have. Uh, Outlast, really, really scary. Um, Outlast is really good. If if you're looking for a game that is gonna scare the pants off here, you definitely play Outlast. Um, the first one and the second one are both fantastic, and uh, there's there's whole sections. In fact, you, you go investigating some asylum you end up in. And oh no, what a shame. Uh, it's all gone wrong. And uh, there's some nasty monsters walking around, some big dudes that chase you down hallways. It's mostly a, a run-around amnesia-style uh, game where you crouch and hide from monsters a lot of the time. But uh, the main gimmick is that you have a little video camera, and some parts are too dark for you to see without your video camera. Um, really, really cool, yeah. Cool how they play around with that. But uh, oh, it's goddamn scary. It's I, right I don't really like... Um... This is going to sound so lame. I don't like it when people hurt other people. Like, I don't mind so much when it's, um, like, zombies or vampires or infected or what. Like- oh, it is. It is in this one. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, spoil- spoilers, but it uh, it seems like just crazy dudes are hurting one another. Nah, there's there's something supernatural going on. Right, the okay. Yeah, little minor spoiler. All right, fair enough, fair enough. All right, so yeah. we're in the top 15 now, so we've made it through half of the list. Before we hit 15 and on, how are you feeling so far? Do you think that some things, you know, have been misrepresented? They shouldn't be on the list where they are? Like, we're halfway through. To be honest, I 
I think the only one that really sticks out to me so far, bar the ones that I don't know anything about, like Darkwood or uh, Layers of Fear, uh, is Resident Evil 3, and that is purely my personal opinion here. Do not blast me. This is, this is just me. Blast him! <laughs> I, I just... I just don't like Nemesis. That's all it is. I, I don't know what it is about it. I think it was literally because I played Code Veronica and preferred that. And then when I learned that they were supposed to be switched, I immediately saw why. Because I felt like well, Resident Evil 3 didn't have a lot going for it. But um, that's that's really it, I think. To be honest, though, it's pretty solid. Like, everything's in the right place. There's a lot of good representation, you know. Especially in the, in the indie market as well. A lot of indie games on here. Okay. Um, all yeah, right. Looking Respect. Good. Well, then we'll see what you have to say about the top 15, because I feel like that will be much more contentious. So starting out with number okay. 15, uh, System Shock 2. So it looks like a sequel here. I have not played it. The developers are Irrational Games and Looking Glass Studios. It's an EA published title, PC only, which I can guarantee you I have not played. Uh, and it's single player game. And it's, um, so they claim that this is uh, one of the few games that's proven as influential as System Shock 2 is a blend of first-person action with RPG elements and a nice helping of horror. And it looks like, you know, it's quite a sci-fi artwork that I'm looking at at the moment. Is that how this game plays? Influential ain't the word. This should be in the top, top five. Easy. System Shock 2. Oh my god, it did something to pave the way for these sorts of games where you're most horror games they have you run from a monster you're not allowed to fight back system shock 2 oh my goodness it's, so it takes place entirely um in a, a sort of dystopian sort of labyrinthine maze where everything you're doing uh is controlled by this one ai the sentient ai that you're fighting against and the sheer amount of mechanics in this game let me tell you there there's sort of how in cyberpunk realities you have this body modification stuff these these are drones you can you can modify to your heart's content you can change your your weapons out your ai you have to change different computer systems to look at the different stuff to hack through them there's monsters the sound design is fantastic there's all sorts of ambient noises going on around you like system shock 2 it really did have a huge impact on the horror market if you ask me I really don't do it justice with my small, like, rambling description of it, but oh my goodness, yeah, it's it's great. You really feel like the it really makes you feel like Batman. No, I'm not going to say that. It, <laughs> you, re- it, you really feel like, no, not do that. I I've, I've been triggered I'm by Batman in the past. <laughs> really makes you feel like well, that that whole meme, but uh, <laughs> no, you really feel like an AI watches your every move, and occasionally it'll just talk smack to you out of nowhere. The TV screens around you will suddenly change. You'll open a chest and it'll blow you up, and the AI will pop up on the screen and go, "Ha!" Like it's it's fantastic, really really cool game. System Shock Two, give it a go. It's older, it's a bit clunkier, but my god, is it worth it? Big mechanics in that one too. Like everything's got everything going for it. Right, right. Ooh, Great well one. then then you might not agree that Dead Space is higher on the list at fourteen. Uh, I mean, System Shock Two, it, it's it's influential, right? It's one of those games that sort of at a, it was the, it came out at a turning point in the market, if you ask me. Okay. Like, like, like how how now, like Dark Souls, right? We have Dark Souls as a genre-defining game. There's Souls-like games out there. Yeah. System Shock Two did the same thing, if you ask me. But Dead Space, you go ahead. You, you <laughs> bring this, bring this one in before I ramble on about it. Hey, no worries. So, um, Dead Space is Visceral Games production from EA. Uh, it is 
previous gen, so uh, it's Xbox 360, PS3, PC. I actually played this game. Um, I would say that this is one of the truly nightmarish titles to be in the sci-fi space. Like, if you want visual gore, like, this is, I think, one of the best... There were so many different creepy freaking monsters. Like, it it was hard to play for someone who's already quite jumpy. Um, and I feel like your weapons weren't particularly overpowered either. So it was always a bit of a gamble if you would survive any particular encounter. I don't know. what uh, You've obviously played it because this is a classic. So, you know, I think any horror time. fan... I mean, I, I, I'm going to preface it by saying I'm not a huge fan of EA. don't agree with a lot of their business practices. Mm. Saying that, Dead Space is a goddamn classic. This, it's it's scary. It's got, the, it's got the horror going for it. It's got the action. It's influenced quite a lot, I would argue, by one of the games much further down this list, which I'll come back to when we get there. But Dead Space, oh my goodness, yeah, the first and the second one. I didn't think much of the third one, but the first and second, really, really good. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, I think I've only played Dead Space 1 and 2. I don't think I've played the third one. Third one's good. Uh, don't get me wrong. It is good. It's got that co-op experience going for it that's a bit new. Mm. Um, the second one had a sort of online element with the versus multiplayer, which was also really good. But the first one, um, how it introduces it all in a... The first one, I think, really focused on the horror more than the other games. Uh, much scarier, much more atmospheric noises going on in the ship around you. Yeah, if you want yeah, it was horror, very scary. I I was great, yeah. pretty terrified all the time. Really, and sick the lore game. was interesting yeah. as well. Like unpacking what happened yeah. was pretty interesting yeah. too. It's a very show don't tell game, which uh, a lot of games don't get right very well. And mm. It's very hard to get right show don't tell, but if you do get it right, you come out with a, a sick experience like Dead Space. Look at that. Um, so we're both agreed Dead Space, absolutely killer. Now, number 13, I've never even heard of. And for something to be this high on the list, I've never heard of it. Stalker Call of Pripyat, a GSC game world developer I've not even heard of. I mean, it is PC, and I'm not really in those realms. But I would have seen some media, surely, if this is as big of a deal, to be 13 on the list. Oh, yeah. Stalker's a huge one. Um... And, it, and, and that is the only reason, probably, is that it is PC, um, big PC game. Uh, very old. Um, there's three in the series, though, I believe. They're, they're, there's an independent project to remaster them three and bring sequels to them as well. But uh, the very first one I played, um, and it, I thought, well, it's a bit of an older game. It's a little bit janky, maybe. Very survival-based game. It's one of those games you don't get many bullets, so you got to make them count when you do find them. Um, and it, it surrounds the exclusion zone um, around uh, Chernobyl after the, the effect, after the fact when spooky anomalies start showing up, you know, echoes from the past and weird scientific things are happening, you know, um, very open world as well. Stalker is great, really scary too, really absolutely terrifying. Things will jump out of you from miles away and you won't even see it coming or hear it until it's right on top of you. Oof. it's a panic game it's a panic everything's going fine until it isn't no no panic for me <laughs> oh it's it's a really good one there's a very memorable um very memorable dungeon crawl in that it's it's very similar to fallout 3 and how it plays you know mm. um and i think i think fallout 3 took a lot of reference from that but considering all the radiations on it, references and stuff references it happens in chernobyl but um 
very memorable dungeon crawl in that where there's only a single monster in the whole dungeon but the way it it's invisible it doesn't make any sound and it throws items around and you you're, you're forced to sort of turn around and it's not scripted at all it's uh it's the the ai messing with you and attacking you oh it's stock is great I I'd mean, be, I would, I'd be doing it an injustice if I didn't say cheeky breaky. That's where that comes from, stalker. Cheeky well, breaky. I think they missed a trick by not releasing it on consoles. I think there's a, you know, I know everyone says PC Master Race, but there's just a huge group of people whose computers aren't really set up to play games on, yeah. and I'm one of those people. Um, well, it's it's an old it's an old game, so maybe maybe that had something to do with it, you know. Possibly, yeah. if devs weren't in the console market at the time, who knows? So um, the next one, number twelve, I think is one of the few ones that I would dispute as not actually a horror game. I I know that this list even addresses that, but I don't remember being horrified. I remember feeling hoodwinked, like at the end. I mean, in a spoiler for like a 20 year old game, I'm, I'm not going to even yeah, feel yeah, bad, yeah. but like when he hits you with that, would you kindly, Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel absolutely wrecked. And sure. The enemy sometimes jumped out at you and there was some horror elements that, you know, but I wouldn't, I feel personally that it was more of an action adventure game or, you know, oh, yeah. a, a shooter than a horror game. While there was I'm some horror you, elements man. and they were very effective. To yeah. put this as 12, to take a spot away from a true horror game? Yeah, I, I, I got to agree with you. It's more in the sort of, uh, especially with the mechanics of how you, I don't want to say cast spells, but how you how you cast the spells, right? That's what it is. It's it's, it's sort of sci-fi, science-y magic. But, um, oh, Bioshock is really good, though. It did a lot to pave the way um, with these sort of first-person adventure sort of games and uh that are more horror based that got horror themes i th i think bioshock does deserve to be on the list the first one the second and third yeah the horror is com taken completely out it's action game from here on out but the first one was scary mm. there were horror elements that bit where you walk it i can't remember if it's a doctor or a dentist or whatever where you walk up to the mirror and then you turn around and it's just the dude silently just standing there right behind you it's one of those bits you come to a dead end in a horror game the last thing you want to do is turn around you don't know what they're gonna try and put there and i remember being i don't know 15 years old and turning around and shutting the goddamn game off <laughs> it, one was scary one was scary. I think it. I think it deserves. Uh, it, it's. I'd say it's fifty-fifty action and horror. Well, it's a great game, and perhaps it makes horror more accessible to people like me that aren't particularly disposed to it. But mm. if if I was gonna compare it with some of the other games on this list, I think if you're saying System Shock and some of the other other titles are defining the genre, to me maybe it feels a little cheap to put a crowd pleaser like Bioshock so high on the list. Like just because people love this game doesn't, in my opinion, make it maybe worthy of some of the best horror games of all time all time i don't know <laughs> psychological well, horror in it i guess the twist yeah, at the end really gets you really gets you oh i felt oh, the i know it gets thing. you i had a shirt that said would you kindly on it i was quite proud of it <laughs> you bastard <laughs> uh number 11 dying light so I'm going to, I played this game to absolute completion. This is one of the few horror games that I actually didn't find scary so long as I didn't have to do anything at night. Like that is the only time that this game is scary. It's basically zombie right. parkour. 
and I was into it, you know? Well, you, you got to tell me about it because I never played Dying Light, I'll be honest. Oh. I know a little bit about it, but never played it. Dying Light 2 just came out, I think, last month, actually. So the, mm. the, it was good enough that it made a sequel. So Dying Light is basically zombie parkour so you have the ability to stay above them and everything and if you land on the ground you will quickly get swarmed so it's basically like the floor is lava but with zombies however at night there are special super powerful zombies which i'm pretty sure is what's in the image although i i really didn't try to look at them that close and they will they will chase you down and try to kill you and they're much much stronger and I, i don't even remember my weapons being effective against them at all like um, and they do force you several times through the game to execute missions at night. And those were my like least favorite. But I, 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 either I failed very close to the end on a night mission I couldn't get past, or I did complete it but really avoided doing night missions unless they forced me to. It was like two different games. And that, I think, is the most interesting part. The day was totally like for casuals like me, and then the night was when you yeah. wanted to get properly scared. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, it looks sick, like I say. I mean, I think it definitely deserves to be on the list. I've heard so much about it. I don't know anyone that, that hasn't played it, except for myself, obviously. So, um, no, I think I, I think it, it looks good. It's pretty up. good. I mean, you there's no need to play the original, though, if the remake, is, or if the second one is as highly rated. So I just don't think the graphics would hold up as much now. It was a very early Xbox One title, if I remember correctly. So Right. Um, okay, so then um, number 10, and my partner, if he was here, would 100% agree, yeah. like Alien Top Isolation 10. is the sickest horror game to come out in a long time. Like, you want to talk about panic, like the sweats, the just general nervousness, this is PS4, Xbox One, Switch game. I played 15 minutes of this and shat myself and turned it off and never played it again. Like, this game is scary. I don't know if that's how you felt, but I was freaked out it definitely is um uh, i the only thing i'm gonna say here before i carry on about it is that i myself me personally i'm not a fan so much of these games these first person horror games where you have to run to a corner and sit there for two hours while you wait for the monster where you wait for to figure out where the monster is saying that alien isolation i think it does a great job in uh doing justice to ridley scott and really making the game atmospheric as hell you sit and you gotta pay attention to every little noise you hear every small detail like there's so much in terms of atmosphere and sound design the way the the little blinker sounds while everything's quiet like it it's great like for horror alien isolation is very tough to beat really really good one the whole the whole alien generally one of the greatest horror franchises of all time arguably Yeah, and I feel like unlike some other Alien games, like different treatments that have been done in the past, this one actually felt like what it would be like to be in the movie. Like what it would be like to actually be scared for your life. I feel like that really came across, you know, personally. Props to him. For sure. Props to him too. Props to him for not selling out and putting uh, putting Ripley in and, and twisting the story to get all the old nostalgia in. They they made a whole new experience with new stuff in it. Okay, it's got the alien in it, but it's got the little creepy robo dudes too. Like, yeah, it it's great, fantastic. <laughs> they do a good job with that one. Excellent. Um, number nine, I've not played it, uh, but I believe you said that you definitely have. It's Soma Ooh, from I Frictional have. Games. 
Yeah. yeah. Soma's a fantastic one. So it plays, I'm surprised you haven't played it. It plays exactly the same as Alien Isolation. Well, um, then that's why I haven't played it. So moving on. <laughs> uh, gotcha. Um, really, really cool premise, cool story, really sick twist. It's a bit like if you, t- I guess, if you took Bioshock and Alien Isolation and put them together, but focus more on the horror. Um, you have your spooky monsters that stomp around. You got to hide in the corners and get away from them. There's no real way to fight back. But uh, it all it 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 starts off pretty normal. You you you're you're a cool dude in your own apartment. You can mess around with the objects, and you go to the doctors and have an appointment. And then you wake up and you're under the ocean in some horrible sub like sub nautical city or something. And you have no idea why you're there or anything. And there's these awful monsters stomping around with barnacles all over them. Really cool nautical horror. Yeah. Fantastic. I will not talk any more about it because the big twist is a big twist and it's a huge spoiler. Just play <laughs> All right, fair enough. So it's really good. It. <laughs> it's really good. Atmospheric as well. Not well, the one where the sound design is Sort of the opposite of what you've just described is number eight's Left for Dead 2, which I think is not atmospheric at all. If anything, it is frenetic uh, yeah. multiplayer uh, randomness, you know, screaming, yeah, yeah. running. Some of the unusual like not standard zombies like the one that would grab you with its tongue and the one that would blow up and the witch and whatever that really would change the multiplayer experience and they would be scary encounters but like generally the hordes of undead were fairly manageable and i think that's what made the game fun yeah and it is horror because it's gory but i i wouldn't really say i found it scary yeah, it's not scary, I would say. I mean, it can be scary. I mean, I, I will say Left 4 Dead. It's one of the most interesting um, sort of dev commentaries I've ever watched because the the development cycle for this was really intense. They went so far into detail. They they wanted the different noises, the different musical cues for the different monsters. You heard a certain ding on a piano, you know exactly what was coming around the corner. Um, the, the way they motion captured the zombies all to have like... 20 different animations unique to themselves that they could cycle through when you pushed them, when you shot them, when they ran at you, when they stumbled around. Like, it's one of the most detailed sort of games out there, definitely. Very, very highly, uh, highly sort of well put together. Um, but yeah, in terms of horror, I wouldn't say it's it's that scary. I guess the premise is pretty horrible, you know, zombie apocalypse type story. More yeah. action, less horror. Yeah. But I think it was one of the most fun, like, zombie treatments of a game in a long it's time. Like, it was Top enjoyable. 10. Top 10, easily. Yeah. It, 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 you know, same as, same as I, how I say a game defines a genre. The amount of games that are out there right now, Deep Rock Galactic, perfect example. You're a team of four, and there's hordes of monsters that come after you every now and again. You've got to do the objective and get from point A to point B. It's, just, it's that genre of game. Vermintide, you know, Darktide that's yeah, coming I out soon. It, yeah. all, the, all these games where it's four versus a whole horde of dudes. Yeah. yeah like it, well, the, the it, sequel Left 4 Dead paves to away uh, Left 4 Dead is out. Left 4 Dead 4, I think, maybe, came out last month, maybe the month before. I have it downloaded because it's free on Game Pass. I haven't played it yet. Um, but I, I, I do worry that my nostalgia about it maybe overcomes my like modern patience for it, but we'll, we'll see. I will play it eventually. I, I didn't even know there was a game after two. I yeah. thought it ended at one and two. Nope. Know. They've got a, one... they've got a sequel out. It's on Xbox oh one. You can play oh, okay. it. It's free on game. News Pass. to me. I, 
No idea. I thought it ended at Coach and Ellis and all that. Damn. Um, I don't. I do think maybe it's an evolution of the story, but it's the same. Um, it's the same model. I think it's called Back for Blood. I think it's the same publisher and everything. Back for Blood. Yes. Okay. Now I know what you're on about. Same, same dev, same publishing. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah like yeah. spiritual successor is probably it is. the better way to say it. Yes, yeah. you're absolutely right. And you know what? The only thing I know about this this game is the controversy around a voice line that a zombie says. Sounds very similar to a naughty word that should never be said ever. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'll have to there, look that up in my own The mind. only thing I know about Back for Blood is there was a big controversy. Oh, no. So, um, okay, so well, never mind. So that is number eight. Number seven... You should not be named Resident Evil 7 uh, PS4, Xbox One game. I mean, Resident Evil games are fine, but do you think Resident what Evil is, 7 is this good? We've talked about Resident Evil at length. All I'm going to say is, what is this even doing this far <laughs> down this list? I'm upset. What are you doing? What are I... you doing? What are you doing after four? <laughs> Two? Two isn't even on this list. Oh, it is. Sorry. Two spaces after. Okay. Well, at least they got that right, that two is so far down the list at least past seven but seven should be in like the tropical time if we're like in, <laughs> like on this side of the line seven should be over the line several miles away what's going on i don't know i'm a resident evil purist i'm so sorry that's, hey, everyone that's, that likes that's what better. you're here for that's to inject if you like it, of the community if, into it <laughs> if you like it and it's a good game and you enjoy it hey all good what are you doing but all good um, Alright, well, I don't care for Resident Evil, so I don't think it should be that high. And let's move to 6. Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem from Silicon Knights, a Nintendo game. I don't own Nintendo. I don't own a GameCube. I never have, so I've never played this. You've never played Eternal Darkness. Oh, dear. Okay, so I did own a GameCube. I had this, and my god, did it take weeks to get to the end of figuring out this game has some of the most well-constructed horror elements going for it. Another game that paves the way. Um, if there's any game here, which I'm seeing a few games after this one do does have, but any game has a sanity mechanic, it comes from Eternal Darkness. This was the first one to do this in such a way, like, before, um, like, around, I, I want to say before, around the same sort of time when Metal Gear Solid had their... Um, sanity bit with Psycho Mantis. Eternal Darkness does the same thing, where it turn it looks like it makes it look like the game's turned off. The whole right. screen goes dark, right? And you think the game's turned off. I remember that, yeah. Stuff like that, right? Where it will it will have a little volume thing appear if your character's sanity is too low. It'll have a little volume bar appear at the bottom, and the volume will just go all the way down, and the game will be silent for a bit. Like it, it it's absolutely weird. messes. With, it's such an old game, but my god, Eternal Darkness is one of the greatest horror games of all time. Oh wow, it really is. Okay, it so it definitely like, deserves to be should, on this list. It should be like two or three. Eternal Darkness oh, wow. really can't be overstated. The mechanics where you cast the spells, the Eldritch horror, great, a fantastic story, all of it, all of it. Um, all right, as well. Okay, I I said I would come back to this as well, and I'm going to real real quick. I just forgotten, but I've now remembered. Um, Dead Space has a mechanic where you shoot the limbs off the monsters yeah. and it affects them in different ways. I want to say that's inspired by or entirely influenced by Eternal Darkness because that's the first game to do that as well. Oh, to wow. have you, you target specific... It controls like Resident Evil with the fixed camera angles. Yeah. But you have specific parts of a monster you can target. The zombie can't bite you if you blow its head off. It can't hit you or grab you if you shoot its arms off. 
Eternal Darkness has that. You can shoot the different parts of the monster and it will it will affect it in different ways. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a character. more effective use of that system. And, uh, that's solid. exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Lovely. All right, so number five, there's your Resident Evil 2. Ding dong. For PC, PS4, Xbox One, Capcom Classic. Like, you would say that's yeah. pretty fair up there at number five. Well, funny, though, that they say 2019 on this. So they're putting the remake here at number five yeah i think they are because those graphics are brand new well to be honest it's not just that there's a lot of different mechanics um there's no fixed camera angles of course resident evil 2 had those fixed camera angles coming from the first one it was so old on the playstation one but um the remake no fixed camera angles it plays more like resident evil 4 it's over the shoulder but it's all the same games all the same story um actually yeah it it is knock your pants off scary so fair enough Resident Evil 2, they could put the remake or the old one in the same place and it would be it would be fine if you ask me. Okay. Um, number four, I have seen both the original and the second one played in person by someone who owned a PlayStation, but I have not played it because I don't own one. This is The Last of Us, the original Naughty Dog um, PS4, PS3 game. I've, I've literally watched the entire thing from start to finish being played so I like I can agree that this is a very excellent story. Do you think that it is number four? You know, I I hate this game. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It it it's got a great story, the the great visuals, the graphics, all of that, the mechanics where you can you can you got to do different things to get past the monsters and not spend your resources. I hate it. This is the kind of game I really don't like. It is ladder simulator. It is pull the ladder to the thing and listen to the character's talk simulator. Nothing happens in this game. Nothing. You don't play a game. You watch a Telltale game, but with no quick time events or anything. Nothing. No buttons to press. It's boring. I hate this kind of game so much. These th- over the shot. Let me just go off on one real quick. No, don't These you 3D- go off on one. These 3D adventure games where you're walking around and you're looking at the dude move the ladder the whole time and you hold the one button and you gotta wait for them to get over there. I hate that! That's not playing a game, man! Yeah. Like, no, listen, I, I, when... I, I haven't played it, but I, when I watched it, all that part was cut out. I basically like watched the cinematic version. I was oh, like, oh, nice story. Yeah. Nice movie I've watched. <laughs> yeah, because the bits in between is press X to play the game. Press X to do <laughs> jump over the fence. Press You're going to get flamed for that opinion, I guarantee you right now. <laughs> yeah, you know cool. I deserve to be. That is my opinion big. But Jesus Christ, I, it's boring. <laughs> boring okay. as hell. Great story. There's no game, though. It's just story. I would agree that it is very story forward, for sure. No um, game there. Okay, number three, Silent Hill 2. So the second edition of the game that was like in the 20s back there. What do we think about that? So what's this doing here? Uh, Silent Hill 2, yeah, great game, really scary. All the bits where you do play the game are great, but like, this game's goofy. What's this doing here? If I Correct me if I'm wrong, this is the one where you play as the blonde guy and you're looking for your wife the whole time. And you you, you go to foggy, spooky Yeah. Home. His dead, his getting a letter from then, a supposedly dead wife falls into yeah, a yeah, yeah. And, and then you, you 
And then you have Eddie, the fat guy that eats pizza. Like, what? what this game is so goofy. <laughs> What's this doing here? Okay, greatest horror games of all time. Silent Hill deserves a place, but like the first one. What's <laughs> what's this one doing? Where he, where he, you have a whole ass cutscene where the fat dudes eat the pizza, and he goes, Eddie, this town's full of monsters. How could you just sit there and eat pizza? And the fat dude's eating the pizza. Like, what? This game's goofy. All right, I'm going to power through the last, the number two and the number one of those lists so okay, that we have okay. time to get okay. your additions. So number two, Amnesia, gotcha. Dark Descent. What do we think? Really, really scary. It shouldn't be at number two, but it should definitely be on the list. Top 10. Really terrifying game. Super scary. And that one's for PSC, PS4, Xbox yeah. One, Switch. It's a Frictional really Games that. title. And there is yeah. the creepiest dude that like his face blasted off in the screenshot. I'm looking at it. It's super gross. Alien isolation type gameplay, uh, physics-based puzzles. And then you have your Eternal Darkness sanity mechanics. Really cool game, yeah. All right. And then number one, as I'm sure we all knew going into this, was going to be a Resident <sighs> Evil. This is the GC remake. So it's, it's on pretty much all platforms. I won't list them off. It's on everything. Um, and this was the uh, GameCube remake that everybody is sort of obsessed with. So, so yeah. would you think it, that's fair? It is one of the best ones, if not the best Resident Evil, but I think number one horror game of all time. I mean, it's hard to put all the Resident Evil... They, they should have just done that. They should have just put number one, pretty much every single Resident Evil ever, all good. They shouldn't have like split, spaced them out, if you ask me. I think they should have uh, really just put all of the Resident Evil ones at the very end. Right. I encapsulated some of the some of the games to give space to more games that deserve a place on the list, which I have a few of. Well, then that's what we're here for. I'm not a horror fan, so I'm not really placed to judge. But if you could add to this list, what would you make sure was on the top 30 games of all time for horror? Okay, so number one or number two, the, this game gets skipped over in every goddamn instance. I am so sick of not seeing it put down more. Bloodborne, man. Oh, Where's yeah. Bloodborne on this list? God damn, one of the greatest tension-building games through their insight mechanic. The gameplay is fantastic. All of the monsters are so creative and so well done. The soundtrack. Where's the... Greatest soundtrack of all time award, man. Game Awards, what you doing? What What's going on? Like, Metal Gear Solid 5 wins it. What The game that takes half of the... Half of, like, the top hits of the 80s in its soundtrack as original... What, what are you doing? Bloodborne is one of the greatest games of all time and deserves number one or number two, if you ask me, on this list. Got Big. It. What else? Uh, PT? Well, it wasn't a full game, uh... Oh my god, everyone talks about PT, right? Everyone talks about it. Everyone has it down uh, as a memorable horror experience. It was super, super shit your pants scary. I played two seconds and couldn't play anymore. I'm not even exaggerating. The moment you walk through that door and walk forwards, no, I'm good. I'm good. It, how how you can make one corridor that scary? Man, great. It's pretty much my experience with Alien Isolation. Alright, yeah, what else? It, it's I only have one more, um, and I guess it's more of a mechanic, sort of like uh, action-based games. A game called Carrion um, by Devolver Digital. Devolver Digital is some of my favorite developers ever. Um, they make so many goofy, goofy, wacky little games, but uh, like Enter the Gungeon and such. But Carrion um, is a great horror game where you play as the monster. Um, it's a sci-fi space sort of game. 
where you're you're a little like symbiote thing, little piece of flesh in a tube that scientists are looking at, and you know <laughs> the typical thing happens, you break loose, and it, you're the monster loose in the space station. It's so sick, and you've got to like eat the scientists and get the powers, and you can mimic the scientists. You can create new copies. You're basically it's like a, the, from Deep Space Nine. Then you're you're the monster. You're the monster from the thing. Right? Oh, ugh. that is my least yeah. favorite horror movie. It scares the crap out of yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really cool, though. It's not as scary, I guess, because you're the monster. But Oh, it's right. fantastic to chase the scientists and they're pushing the escape buttons. It's great. Really entertaining game. And by the way, the thing should be on this list somewhere, too. It is. It's, it's just higher up. It's it's between yeah, yeah. 30 and 50. Well, it, it should have been down with uh, The Forest and Insight, if you ask me. 23-22 sort of era. Really, really cool game, the thing. Great mechanics. Hard as hell. But that's all I have to add to the list. That sounds sick. Any final thoughts? Any closing thoughts about the top 30 list of uh, games? Resident Evil Evil's on here too much. Last of Us sucks. And where's Bloodborne? That's all I have to say. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Well, that wraps up this episode of Retro Level Gamecast. I want to thank Steve for this week's discussion. All the notes from this episode will be posted on our site, templeofgeek.com. If you'd like to add to the discussion or reach out with questions, sound off in the comments or email us via retrorebel at templeofgeek.com. If you like what you hear, head over to wherever you download your podcast and subscribe so you'll be sure to get each episode as it's released and rate us because that really helps our show. Until the next time. See you later. See you later.